We are in Megillat Kohelet, Perek Yud, Pasuk Dalet. We are in the midst of talking about uh, Kohelet's discussion of the cosmic order. And we said that in ancient times uh, there was this belief that almost any action had a uh, uh, an inherently logical consequence. And so uh, the, the, the implication is that people who would act with wisdom would without fail, benefit from the the good consequences of acting with wisdom, and those who acted uh, with folly or who acted in evil ways would certainly end up with some sort of detrimental result. And so far in, uh, in Prakim uh, Tet, in the beginning of Yud, Kohelet has dedicated himself to undermining the entire notion of this cosmic order, to explaining that in fact, uh, the same sorts of events happen to both good people and bad people, to both wise people and uh, foolish people, that there is in fact no connection, at least no connection that we can ascertain between one's actions and their consequences. The rest of Perek Yud, which we will be discussing uh, today, uh, continues on this same theme. And I'll just say from the outset that the uh, topics here, the Pesukim here, seem a little bit disjointed. It seems uh, a little bit uh, of rambling on the part of Kohelet. Not that this is something necessarily new. We've seen Kohelet do this before in his discussions of, of other topics. But we will go through the Pesukim and we'll constantly remind ourselves how uh, Kohelet is basically breaking this connection between actions and consequences. Perek Yud, Pesuk Dalet, Imruah HaMoshel Ta'ale Alecha if the ruler's mood goes against you, uh, don't leave your place. If you find a solution to what's putting the ruler in, in, this, uh, in this terrible mood, will put great offenses to rest. It will, it will solve the, the perceived offense that the, uh, that the ruler um, is blaming you for. Basically, says Kohelet, if the ruler is in a bad mood, try to calm him down. Why? Because Pasuk Hei, There is an evil that I saw under the sun. This evil is a mistake that comes out uh, from the ruler. When the ruler makes a serious mistake. And what is the result of the ruler's mistake? Pasuk Vav, Nitan HaSechel BaMeromim Rabim. Folly or the foolish, they are placed in, in the high places. And the wealthy, the nobles, they rest down below. They sit down below. The result of the foolish mistake of the ruler, which was set in motion because of his, his bad mood, is a total uh, reversal of the social order. The fools who are supposed to be on the bottom of society end up on top, and the noblemen who are supposed to be on the top of society, they end up on the bottom. The slaves are on horses. And the noblemen, the officers, they are, are walking on the ground as if they are slaves. What Kohelet is saying here briefly in, the, in these four Pesukim is, because of some random act, because of some bad mood that the, the uh, ruler that the king was in, it could cause a total upheaval in society. And again, what he's doing here is, is showing the reader, he's imploring you as the listener to think about the fact that here you have a seemingly innocuous event and it has such 
revolutionary consequences. And so don't think that there are that there is any ascertainable connection between events and their consequences. In fact, says Kohelet Pasuk Het, Hofer Gumatz Boipol, Ufores Gader, Ishechenu Nahash. I'm going to interpret these Pasukim a little bit differently uh, than has than than they have been traditionally interpreted. I think what Kohelet is trying to say is Someone who, uh, who, who, who digs a foundation, probably to do something productive, ends up falling in, in, into, that, uh, into that hole that he dug. Right? He tried to do something productive, and what ended up happening? He got hurt. Ufores gaded, and we saw uh, earlier in the, the uh, catalog of times, in the Shir Haritim, that Kohelet views breaking down rocks in a, in a, uh, uh, a productive way, in a positive way. Foretz Gader over here means taking apart the rocks in the fence. And so I think what he's referring to is a productive action of potentially making peace. And here is a person trying to make peace. He ends up being bitten by the snake that was hidden inside the fence. Again, no connection between actions and their consequences. Here are people trying to do productive, good things, and they end up uh, uh, getting hurt by those good things that they're trying to do. Pasuk tet, avanim bahem, bam. Someone who's moving stones is going to be hurt by them, and he who splits wood ends up being endangered uh, by the splitting of that wood. Pasuk yod, im keha habarzel, vehu lofanim kirkal, if the blade on the axe is uh, is dull, and he did not sharpen the blade, the hayalim yegaber, he will need to exert great physical effort in order to uh, chop down the tree. Ve'yitron hachsher chokhmah. And here is a situation where there is a yitron, there is an advantage to hachsher, to, to physical, to pure physical prowess over chokhmah. Right? So where you might think that there is some sort of inherent beneficial result that comes to the wise man, here is a situation where wisdom does not help the person at all. Pasuk Yud Aleph, in the next few Pasukim, Kohelet will once again reflect on uh, how wisdom is better than folly, and yet, even then, uh, explain again that at the, at, at, when it comes down to it, ultimately, uh, the, the benefit of wisdom is not all that much greater than that of folly. Pasuk Yud Aleph. Just like a snake uh, cannot keep himself from hissing, the lahash from hissing before he bites. Similarly, the fools who constantly speak and yitron they cannot keep themselves from constantly uh, 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 spewing their 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 foolish uh, words. Pasuk yudbet dibrefi hacham hen vesiftot kesir tevalerenu. The words of a wise man bring favor, and the words of a fool bring him ruin. Pasuk Yud Gimel, Tehilat Debrefihu, Sichrut, Veaharit Pihu, Holelut Ra'a. He's still talking about the Kesil, the fool. The beginning of what he says is foolishness. Veaharit Pihu, and what he says at the end, Holelut Ra'a, is evil madness, or what we might label as just crazy talk. Pasuk Yud Dalet, Veasachar Yarbedevarim, and the fool will, will say a lot of things, he'll keep on talking. And yet, even with all these negative attributes of, of, uh, of the fool's speech, no man can know 
what will be and what will come after him, who will be able to tell him, nobody will be able to tell him what comes after him. And so even as and all the speakings, all the, the utter utterances of a fool are, uh, are, are at best crazy talk and at worst evil words, even though even then uh, there's there's not that much of an advantage to the hacham over the sachal because nobody really knows what will come afterwards. Pasuk tetvav amal hakesirim tiagirenu the toil of a fool will make him weary, will make him tired. He doesn't even know how to go to town. In other words, he doesn't even know where he's going. And yet, as he sa- as Kohelet says in the previous pasuk. The Hacham is not all that much better because he too, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't know where he's going. And once again, what you have here is Kohelet shattering the connection between uh, wisdom and beneficial outcome. Both the wise man and the fool both don't know what will happen in the future, and therefore uh, they both will end up with the same outcome. Or potentially they will both end up with the same outcome. Pasuk Tetzayin Kohelet moves back to the subject of uh, a king and rulership. Ilach Eretz, woe unto you, uh, uh, country, state, land, shemarkech nar, that your king is a young man, and your officers, your noblemen, they get up in the morning and all they want to do is eat. And over here, the the uh, topic of eating is not necessarily eating breakfast. He's talking about uh, partying, having a mishteh. As we'll see in a second, the, the last word that he uses in the next pasuk, Ashrech Eretz, and praise be unto you, uh, uh, the state Shemalkech ben Horim, that your ruler is a nobleman, Besaraich Baret Yochelu, and the officers of the king eat at the proper time, Bigvura, with strength, Velo Basheti, and not through drunkenness. In these two pasukim, Kohelet uh, has, has, he juxtaposes these two different situations for a state. One is ruled by a young, probably not very knowledgeable king with uh, with feckless officers, and the other one ruled by a noble king with uh, with officers that are responsible. You might think that with laziness, the roof will cave in, and with shiflut yadayim, through slack hands, in other words, uh, a parallel for laziness, Yidlof Habayit, the the house will leak, meaning another parallel for the, the roof coming down. And so you might think that this country uh, that is ruled by the the feckless officers and the young king will be worse off, because that's how the normal things work. A, a, uh, a situation in which the initial state is a failed leadership, you, you might think that that ends up with a, uh, with a failed state. But Says Kohelet, Pasuk Yutet, Lishok, Osim Lechem, Veyayin Yesamahayim, Vehakesef, Yaane Etakol. For those partying noblemen, the food is set out for merriment and the wine makes them happy, but Hakesef Yaane Etakol, money uh, will answer everything. And what Kohelet means to say over here is that the, the uh, this rulership that doesn't have any responsible officers, and has a young king, if its coffers are filled, if it has money, silver, gold, if its coffers are filled, then all its problems will be taken care of. And so, once again, what Kohelet is doing is severing the relationship between uh, actions, which in this case are irresponsible, 
uh, you have the, the drunken merriment of the uh, ruling class, and consequences, there is no consequence because this ruling class had money. Final pasuk of the Perek, uh, pasuk Chaf, Gam bemadaracha melech al tekalel, on your own bed, where you think nobody is listening to you, do not curse the king. Uhadre mishkavecha, in your bedroom, again, where you think no one's hearing you, al tekalel ashir, do not curse the wealthy, do not curse the nobleman. Kirof hashamayim yolichet akol, the birds will carry your voice. Ubal kenafayim yaged davar, again, a parallelism, the the uh, the bird will say all. And what Kohelet is trying to say over here is basically, if you think you're speaking in secret, think again. Somebody probably hears you. Somebody will tell over your secret. You're not really safe if you're divulging your secrets. Once again, the potentially safe actions that you're taking may not have the consequences that you expect. And with this, Kohelet ends the unit on uh, the cosmic order. As usual in this unit, Kohelet does not actually point to any answers to the questions. He only raises the questions. He observes that there is no connection between actions and consequences. Wisdom does not necessarily lead to beneficial consequences. And evil or foolishness does not necessarily lead to detrimental consequences. But for Kohelet, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing that you can directly do to affect the situation. This is the reality that we live in. That is how things are. The only potential prescription he gives, which we'll discuss further uh, at length as we wrap up the Sefer uh, in the next classes, the only prescription he gives is to enjoy the moment while you're in it and enjoy the things that you have while you have them.